You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. This episode brought to you by PetFlow, the leader in pet food and supplies. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And in the room with us are about seven dogs, so if you hear some heavy breathing in the back, it's the dogs. Really. Truly it is. (laughs) It's Kate. (laughs) It's the dogs. (laughs) All right, and our sponsor for today's podcast is PetFlow.com. PetFlow.com is an online pet supply store. They carry about oh over 150 different kinds of dog foods, including some really high-end dog foods like Sojo's and the Honest Kitchen. We've previous podcasts we've talked about uh, the Honest Kitchen being one of the foods that we all feed and enjoy, and PetFlow does carry that. Later in today's podcast, we'll talk some more about PetFlow.com, but if you want to take a look at it, it's www.PetFlow.com slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y. And if you decide to place an order, use the coupon code doggy, D-O-G-G-Y, and you'll get free shipping on any order above $39. But we'll talk some more about them later in the show. In today's show, we're going to talk about disaster preparedness and how to put together a good first aid kit. Unfortunately, right now, while we're recording this, there's wildfires burning all over the West. Um, The big fire up near Yosemite is still burning, and I think it's on its third or fourth week. There's a bad fire up east of San Francisco that may have just been contained. I know down here in the San Diego area where we are, there's been a couple of fires that thankfully they've gotten a hold of pretty quickly but yeah they're doing a good job with that yeah they're hitting them quick and they've got a big helicopter for use this season Mm -hmm. that drops drops lots of water on the other side of the coin and we also have floods floods in colorado and although the three of us haven't lived in colorado we've traveled extensively in colorado we've Mm -hmm. rv'd up and down Mm -hmm. the state and uh, have gone to the Australian Shepherd National Specialties in Greeley a couple times. And many of the parts of the state that we're very familiar with, where we camped or we stayed or we drove through, are flooding. They're never going to be the same. Mm -mm. Very heartbreaking. So disaster preparedness is something that we're big fans of. We think everybody should be ready. Because if you're ready, there's always that adage that maybe you won't have to use it, but if you do have to use it, you're ready. But if you don't have a plan, if you don't have something put together, then you can be in big trouble. So in the first half of the show, we're going to talk about disaster planning. And in the second half, we're going to talk about putting together a first aid kit 
for you and your dogs, for you and your family and your dogs, because you can combine a kit, and that's what we do here. I have one in my car. We have one at Kindred Spirits Dog Training. Actually, I have one at home. I have one in each car. And, um, I have one in my truck. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know how many times we've used it. I mean... Kate's always getting cut, oh, yeah. cut and Blame scratched and me. bleeding, and yeah, it's nothing we go through Kate. we go through band aids for Kate. <laughs> I'm just making sure your supplies stay fresh. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Me for the antihistamines, but for other, you know, a dog can tear a nail. Having some styptic powder and a set of nail clippers. Stung by a bee. We've used those kits so many times. Cut a pad. Cut a pad. a pad. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, let's talk about disaster preparedness. I think we learned after Hurricane Katrina, that really brought it home to everybody, that, first of all, you have to take your pet with you if you're being evacuated. Well, I think us, since we're here in Southern California, having the 07 fires and then the 03. So, 03 was huge. 07 was worse. Right. And I think 03 had taught and educated a lot of people that 07 was still bad and it was the worst one but people were a little more prepared right and i know my neighbor and i we volunteered to take in a lot of these um evacuees sure you know and and i think that's probably the most important one is to know where you can go if you are evacuated right have some place somewhere a few places away in a distance that you get out of harm's way right and that's what they learned in Katrina is that people wouldn't leave if they couldn't take their animals. Right. And so people and animals both were in peril. But before Katrina, emergency shelters would not allow animals. Yeah, it made it even worse. Right. Since Katrina, FEMA has now said that all shelters must either allow animals or have a plan. Mm -hmm. And so people can bring their pets and we saw Mm -hmm. that during the 2007 Mm -hmm. fires dogs and cats could go either to the shelter or to something set up near the shelter because the reality there are people who are allergic to them right and but if there is a place where the animals can be safe then people will leave and take their animals with them Mm -hmm. so it behooves all pet owners to have pets that are comfortable being in crates yes Yes, very important. First and foremost, they need to be crate trained. And you have to have a crate per animal easily accessible. And I I have crates in two different locations. I have crates taken apart, stashed in the shed in my backyard, just in case for some reason I can't get into the house. And then I have crates taken apart and stashed with my emergency supplies in the garage near the side door. So if the power goes out and I can't open the big door, or if there's a problem, something collapses, then I have the crates near the side back door so that I can get in. Because, heck, I could kick that door in if I needed to. With your emergency supplies. With my emergency supplies. That's a good thing. It's a good point, is you need to put your emergency supplies in a place that is easily accessible if something happens. Mm -hmm. Right. So crate's the first, and, you know, it, it can be a foldable wire crate that collapses down easy. It can be one of the fabric crates that folds up if your dog is not going to panic and try and claw his way out of it. The fabric crates, unfortunately, that is a weakness. If your dog is going to panic, then make sure it's a hard crate, or it can be one of the plastic ones. I have the plastic ones because those are the ones that I have. Right. You want not just your dog. I mean, cats. You've got 
Oh, one yeah. cat. I don't know if you put her. Yeah, be free. Follow me. my guy and protect the house. Yeah, Luna. But um, my guys, I mean, they're used to being in and out of crates. So if something mm-hmm. happened, I throw them all in one big one. Say, okay, yeah, you know, and here we go. Behave yourselves. Yep. Yeah. The other thing that came out of Katrina was previously the recommendations were to have three days worth of food and water. And I think now the least you should have is seven days of food and water. Mm -hmm. Because look at the folks evacuated from the floods in Colorado. Mm -hmm. This is already going on a week already. And some of the rivers are still cresting their banks. Some are going down, but there are a lot. I read a warning today for up near Greeley that the water was still rising. Oh, man. And so seven days minimum. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to be elaborate. But if you've got um, dehydrated food, just put that in your pack and rotate it every few months or so. If your dog can eat canned food without getting upset tummy and diarrhea, canned food will stay good for a long time. Mm -hmm. Just make sure you have a can opener. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's kind of important. Have a can opener with your cans. Yes. And the same goes for food and water for yourself. You can also get water purification tablets like you use for camping. And those usually have a long shelf life. Actually, now you can get, they're kind of like the Brita filters, but uh-huh. they'll filter even more. Sure. They're even yeah. easier than the tablets. Just pour right. the water through. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. And those will keep for a long time. Keep for a long time. Yeah. So plan on food and water for at least seven days. But other dog supplies... Bowls, leashes, 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 collars, extra collars, extra collars. How about ID tags? Yeah. ID tags with your cell phone number and, and an emergency backup and an emergency backup number. Because again, with Katrina, with the wildfires out here in the West in two thousand three mm-hmm. and two thousand seven, the cell phone towers were overloaded. Mm-hmm. Plus, many of them got burned down in the fires. So there was wide areas with no cell phone service. And we're spoiled. We're used to having cell phone wherever we go. Yeah, exactly. But in emergencies, that's not always true. And microchipping your animals. Oh, yeah. Because they could lose their collar. Yeah. And go to your crate as you're getting your stuff ready for mm-hmm. your emergency kit. Go to your crate right now and put your name and phone number on or it. a name and phone number on mm-hmm. it. Or Yours and tape. a backup. Tape a name and phone number yeah. on it. Do or something. get a tag. Shoot, you can get these tags online. And you yeah, can put a metal tag so that never wears and put it on the and crate. This is, it's a doggy dog world, but let's put in horses. Yeah. Put a mm-hmm. ID tag, like a dog's ID tag, on your horse's halter. Oh, yeah. Because after the 2003 fires, there were horses that had been evacuated to the local fairgrounds and to people's backyards, Mm -hmm. like you and and your neighbor. Mm -hmm. And some of the horses had no ID, no ID whatsoever. They were well cared for, someone's treasured horse, but there was no ID on them. It took a long time for people to come claim them. Yeah, well, especially if they got burned out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, your horse may fuss over it a bit, dangling from his halter, but he can get used to it. And in an emergency, put a halter on him. <laughs> I mean, even if you've got to turn him loose to run for it, put a tag on him. But, you know, some people even had putting, what do they put their phone number on the horse? Right, right. They actually oh, rode with paint. They actually right. on the Spray horse. paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. You know what? It'll eventually come off. At least you get your horse back. Right. Right. Like so. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So you need a crate. You need food and water for seven days. ID, bowls for food and water, extra leashes, extra collars, poopy bags, towels, two that you can use to towel your dog off or as bedding. I've got a couple toys in there. Brushes? Yeah. I've got, toys. I've got some toys in there because I figure there's going to be times if we have to evacuate, my dogs and I both are going to need some stress relief. So I've got a couple toys in there. Grooming tools. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can just throw an extra comb, an extra brush, and a pair of scissors in there. doesn't have to be duplicates of all their grooming tools. Yeah. Just the basics. Yeah. That's enough to get you through yeah. for a week. And then have a plan. Have a plan. When my husband and I were first married, we got evacuated due to fires. We had to leave our home. We didn't know if it was going to be there when we came back. And because my husband was in the Marine Corps at the time, they snagged him to go help fight the fire. While I took off with two German shepherds, a rabbit, a 16-foot Burmese python, two ferrets, and a cat. And a partridge. (laughs) All together in a pickup truck with a shell. (laughs) And we didn't have a plan. Did I say that we were newly married? (laughs) We didn't have a plan. And I took off. He went to fight the fire. And I wasn't allowed back into the house for three days. So for three days, he had no idea where I was, whether I got away safely. And my mother would not let us come stay with her because of the 16-foot python. (laughs) So I was actually camped in somebody's front yard, along with several other evacuees. She allowed us, and I lived in my truck, and the animals and I hung out. So having a plan is a really good idea. Where are you going to go? And are you going to be welcome? And ideally have a couple of plans. So if one doesn't work out, you've got another place to go. In different directions. In different directions. Go east, go west, go north, go south, something. I mean, even here at one time, it was in 07. At one point, for a few hours, both freeways... We're closed. We're closed above where I go. So if I had to go north, I couldn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. luckily where we were, it's, it was safe. Yeah. But the freeways, both of them were shut down. Yeah. And also, we you, were, might, you even get that feeling, even though we were not in the fire area, yeah. you still, it's like, oh my oh. God, you kind of get a, still a panicky feeling. Going, yeah. If I have to get out, I can't. I can, go, I, I can go west because the east was burning. Well, and, That's the ocean. And it, part <laughs> of it, the fire burned down to, to the, the ocean, ocean yeah. in mid-San Diego County. So, you know, it, it, was, it was scary. Have a plan. Know where you're going to go. Have a backup plan if the first one doesn't work out. Make sure you can take your animals with you wherever you go. And, okay, let's talk reality. Money. Have a credit card. Or have a stash of cash. Because the cards, if the cell phone service is down, or if electricity is out, you may not be able to use a card. There are all sorts of alternative powers to these. Yes. Like, Cranking. I mean, even if the cell phones don't go out or the internet's yeah. still up, can't, is your device going to have enough power? Right, to, mm-hmm. right. Can you recharge it? Yeah, people back in New Jersey that were um, allowing others to use their electricity to recharge right. their stuff. Right, right, right. So hand crank something. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, we've got to take a break for our sponsor, but the point of this first half of our podcast is, unfortunately, disasters happen of all kinds. I mean, fires, floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, no matter what it is, stuff happens. Individual house fires. Sure. So have a plan, 
have a disaster kit put together and a credit set it up in advance. Set it up in advance, and then the perishables mm-hmm. rotate them. What I do actually, and I I don't want to sound like I'm kind of neurotic about it, but having survived several wildfires, hurricanes back east, blizzards back east, ice storms back east, yeah, having been there, done that, when the time changes, spring and fall, is when I rotate the water and the perishables in my disaster kit. And that's twice a year, and I just rotate them out, change the dog food, change the water, I'll put the stuff that's in the kit in the kitchen and use it and put new stuff in there. And that way it makes it a habit and it's always available. Good idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay, so our sponsor for this podcast, on a much more cheerful note, is PetFlow.com. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, they're an online pet supply store. One of the things that they carry quite a few of that we use constantly is Chewy's. Chewy's a lot of love Chewy's. (laughs) Yeah. Keep the I mean, dust. dogs love chewies. Yes. I don't personally love chewies. Yeah. Ooh, no, but we love the effect chewies have on our dogs. <laughs> yes, right. that's it. it helps but maybe even an emergency situation, I might like chewies. Yeah. You never yeah. know. Keep them busy in their crate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they carry the cow's ears. My dogs love the cow's ears. I don't give the pig's ears, but the cow's ears. Esophaguses? Esophagus. Oh, esophaguses. It sounds wrong to say esophaguses are cool, but... <laughs> Is that but because they're cool. they are cool, but is, did you, were you thinking because you should I be saying esophagi? Oh, yeah. You take a dried esophagi, or gus, and stuff it with a banana, and then seal the end with peanut butter, and then throw it in the freezer. And bring it out for your dog to chew, and because it's frozen, and it's full of all this good stuff, it'll keep them busy for quite a while. If I've got a project where i got to work at the computer for a number of hours, i got to, you know, work for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I can Darn give it. one to each of the dogs, and I'll have peace and quiet for a while. It's very nice. Chewies are great. They have a nice selection, and they come yeah. in fast. Yes, they do. And watch for their doorbuster specials. Yes. They've had yeah, some they of go. their Chewies on there. Yeah. 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 The Doorbusters, what it is, is every day, PetFlow.com has a special promotion, and they call it the Doorbusters. The email that I got this morning, the day we're recording this podcast, it was 80% off of the items that were in the Doorbusters. 80%, no matter what you buy, 80% Mm -hmm. is pretty significant. And uh, you know what? Christmas is coming. Yeah. Perfect time to go in there and start shopping. Sure. Why not? Yep. It is true that when we have our Christmas swapping present party that there's a lot of chewies <laughs> that get swapped around. And we're all delighted to get them for our dogs. I know. Oh, you happen. got bully sticks for Christmas. Yeah, yeah and I like it. Ooh, you tried the new tendons? Oh, yes. I know. We're weird. We're weird. But anyway, go check them out. www.petflow.com slash doggy, D-O-G-G-Y. And if you use the coupon code DOGGY, D-O-G-G-Y, they'll give you free shipping on any order over $39. And that adds up pretty quickly. So You can do some really good Christmas shopping on the Doorbusters. Yeah. Yeah, you could. For $40. $39. Yeah. Yeah. So check them out. I like it. All right. So let's second half of our podcast on disaster planning. Let's talk about that first aid kit. 
Now, I'm not talking about a little bitty fanny pack type first aid no. kit. I'm talking about a combined first aid kit for you and your family and your dogs that will last you on a day-to-day basis, plus in case there's a problem. I mean, it I've doesn't got... have to be a disaster, but any mm. problem. I mean, I've got a nice big one and everything in there, and I've used it many times. People, dogs, cats, horses. Sure. I just grab this one thing and I have it enough for whatever situation. Yeah. Which is very nice. So one of the first things is you need something big enough to hold it. After you put your kit together, then you can figure out what you need. <laughs> I use a plastic tub. Mm-hmm. A plastic storage tub. The one here at the Kindred Spirits Dog Training Yard is a pretty good sized one. Colossus. Colossus, yeah. <laughs> the ones in my car are a little bit smaller. The one at my house is another Colossus because I want everything in one spot. I don't mm-hmm. want to go here for this and here in the house for that and someplace else for the band-aids. Exactly. Everything's one in one spot. Mm-hmm. And so putting it together. What's the first thing we should put in there? Oh, everybody get a pen and pencil, by the way. I put uh, mine in a backpack that can open all the way. Sure. So I can open it up and spread it. Yeah. Mm. That's the one I carry in my car anyway. Mm-hmm. I can grab it and go wherever I need to go. Well, there's just all sorts of stuff. I mean, if you start with a human first aid kit, you'll get your bandages and your antiseptic cream. and. Although I always add to that, too. And, you know, if you get a kit, Pull out those tweezers. Pull out those scissors. Oh, those silly little plastic ones in the no good kitties round tip scissors that are dull. <laughs> Make sure you can actually cut things with them, or you can actually grab things with the tweezers. Yes. Most likely, you will need to replace them. Yes. So uh, don't just leave everything pristine. Get in there and take a look at it. I also like a larger selection of band aids than are in the. The normal human first aid kit. Yeah. I want... Different sizes. Different sizes. So Sometimes important. I want waterproof ones. Mm-hmm. We also all, I think, have butterflies. Mm-hmm. You know, in case yep. you a cut, you don't have access to someone to put stitches in it right away. You can butterfly it. You can pull it together tightly. I keep that with uh, my kits. Vet wrap. Oh, vet oh wrap is awesome. I love vet wrap. And there's never enough four-inch gauze to suit me. Yeah. Pads. Yeah. yeah. So if a dog has injured a paw, sure, I want a lot of four-inch gauze pads or to apply things with. Or to and I get in. variety. I get the regular four-inch gauze. I get four-inch gauze with the no, no stick. All right. Because especially not so much for me. I mean, I can pull gauze off of me, and if it rips some hairs off, I just scream. But if I'm putting it on my dog where there might be a scab, I'd rather have the no stick stuff. And then you can also get the gauze that's medicated that oh. has antibiotic Already, ointment oh, okay. in it. Cool. Mm-hmm. And that's well, and as I tell people, you know, in an emergency, hopefully you're well prepared. Yes. But if you're not in an emergency, I mean, if you are not prepared <laughs> and you are in an emergency, <laughs> then be creative. Oh, Feminine yeah. Feminine hygiene products can make wonderful bandages. Yes, yeah, they, they can. can. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And there's always that moment when people go, oh, yeah, right. So, uh, <laughs> but you need to stop bleeding. That's a great, you know. With wet vet wrap. Yeah. Perfect. We found some vet wrap the other day that already had a bitter impregnated in it. Oh, that's nice. The dogs don't uh, try to take it off. Right. Off their wound or anything. 
But a big thing for me, because I'm always getting scratched or bleeding for some reason or the other, is the, um, they call it EMT gel. It's not only reduced, I just ordered two more tubes today, actually. <laughs> yeah, they just came in the mail today. So, mm, one wow. to have here and one to go into my first aid kit. But that helps stop bleeding. And it, not only that, but it, uh, it has a little anesthetic in it. Ah, so okay. it makes it a, a little nicer at the same time. Okay. <sighs> tape. Not just the vet wrap, but sticky tape to help uh, hold bandages in place, especially if you have to bandage a paw or yourself. And speaking of dogs and cats particularly, something to, to make a muzzle with or to have a muzzle for your dogs. And we, we teach that. It's, it's a good idea to teach your dog, show your dog that muzzling is not a bad thing, that you can do it and that he can accept it. And that way, should you need to do it, it's not brand new. It's not a foreign concept. And if your dog is hurt and you have to muzzle him, you're muzzling him because he's hurt and panicky and could potentially bite you. So you're keeping yourself and him safe. So it doesn't matter whether he's ever been muzzled or not. If he's in in pain and panicking, he's not thinking. But still, it's a good idea Mm -hmm. to introduce it to him ahead of time. Right, so he doesn't have more panic on top of whatever pain, right? Whatever panic he's getting because of the pain, right? And I carry Benadine in mine. Benadine, beta, yeah, little tiny. I don't know where I got them. I don't know. Little bottles. Oh, just scrap wounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was okay. I was you still trying to figure out how to make a, med- a muzzle out of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and look for a pet first aid class. Yes, um, worth it. We teach one here at Kindred Spirits, but knowing how to make muzzles out of various things, even in a leash if you need to. Your most beloved pet will may still snap at you if they're hurt. So the other stuff, I, I like um, eye wash. Definitely. Yeah. Saline. Some sterile saline. I don't know why. I guess dogs pushing through brush and, and just are more likely to get stuff in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Ointments. Benadryl's a biggie. Oh, yeah, Benadryl's not an ointment, but yeah, Benadryl's a biggie. I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking Oh, just as bad as me. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, signaling for a left turn. And then um, allergy. Um, Cortisone cream. Yeah, cream, but I'm thinking the pills. Um, Benadryl. Yeah, Benadryl and, um, what am I thinking of another one? Claritin. Claritin can be used. Yeah. I don't know. got those. I know and I then, of course, diarrhea treatments, because it's no fun if you are got a puppy dog with diarrhea. Pepto-Bismol. Yeah, and right. I like the can, an idea throwing in a can of canned pumpkin. Sure, yeah. That um, could often help with diarrhea. Let's see, what else? Motion sickness, meclizine. Yeah. Yep, we carry that for Kate. Carry yeah. that for me, and it works yeah. on dogs too. Rescue remedy. <laughs> and then you talk about, for your emergency kit, making sure you have your own prescription medications. But what if your animal is on prescription medications? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Make sure it's clearly labeled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Petra, for reminding us. Yeah. 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 Don't want to give the wrong animal the wrong medication. Yeah. The other thing is, too, is check with your veterinarian. Is Your veterinarian knows your dog. Is there anything that he would suggest you have in your first aid kit? If you live in an area where heartworms are not a problem and you're traveling to an area where heartworms are a problem, he may want you to start on preventative medications. Right. If you're going to an area where, say, camping, where Giardia is a problem, what does he suggest? Other than carrying your own water with you. Other than mm-hmm. carrying your own water. Because you but do how know many... the dogs will go out there and... Yeah, Giardia is transmitted by wildlife um, through running water. 
Dogs go to a stream and go, oh, it's fresh water. Slurp, 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 slurp. Mm-hmm. And a few days later, they've got Giardia and bellyache and diarrhea. So there's there's a variety of things. But talk to your veterinarian. Tell them you're putting together a disaster preparedness kit and a first aid kit. What does he suggest? Or she. And do your research when you're going to someplace new. You know, I did a first aid class a week or so ago. And we were, talk- we were talking about for a broken toenail, you want something heavy duty enough to be able to cut that toenail so that you can then wrap it up without causing any more pain than you have. But uh, And we don't have porcupines around here. Right. Oh, that's right. But I also recommend carrying a pair of pliers with a cutting edge to them. Fish hooks. Cactus spines. Cactus spines. Mm -hmm. Goat's head burrs. Yeah. Oh, man. (sighs) There are things that that are easier to get out if you can cut them first. Or back them out. Or have a pair of needle nose pliers. Yeah. Because... uh, They hurt you to take them out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those goat... After a trip to the desert, those goat's head burrs. Oh, my God. My dogs, I was pulling them out of their feet. They were... I mean, Bashir doesn't like to be picked up. I was carrying him, 55 pounds a dog, because his feet were all... Mm-hmm. It was horrid. Yeah. Absolutely horrid. Oh, but yeah. I lay, I opened up my car, okay. laid him down in the back of it, feet up, pulled out my oh, first wow. aid kit, and just went to work on him. Mm-hmm. Another one is um, gloves. Yes. Put some latex gloves or latex-free gloves or anything. Those are always handy to have. Yeah. Yeah. There aren't as many blood transmissible diseases between dogs and humans, but still. If you're taking care of another human. Yeah, you want them in your your Uh kit. Mm -hmm. And, of course, instant ice and instant heat packs. Most of those will come with a good kit. And then last but definitely not least, a first aid book for humans and a first aid book for dogs or cats. So that if you have questions... Sometimes all you need is enough information to get your dog stabilized so that you can get him to the emergency clinic. Because this okay. is first aid we're talking about, right. emergency care, not not how to treat a mole or something right. like the that. First aid. Mm-hmm. So then, mm-hmm. and that's why I say take a class. Yeah. Most of the time, if you take a class, you'll get a book along with it, and you'll feel more comfortable. We've all dealt with emergencies. Yeah. Petra, mm-hmm. there was that time Keely got attacked mm-hmm. by Africanized bees. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, she literally just stopped breathing, turned blue, not to do CPR. Yeah. So it, you um, never know when it happens. Bashir got stung in the middle of his tongue, and it started to swell. Cuts, scratches, burrs, broken toenails. Unfortunately. Swallowing foreign objects. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. Yep, never know. Preparation is everything. And mm-hmm. just an old idea, a hydrogen peroxide you don't use anymore to clean wounds. Right. But it's still good to have some on hand to make a puppy dog throw up if you know what they've swallowed. Yes. Mm-hmm. If it's appropriate to make them throw up. Right. Activated charcoal if it's not appropriate. Right. And sometimes just call your veterinarian, tell your veterinarian what's happened, and if you have a first aid kit on hand... You can say, I have this and this. What do you want me to do before I head your direction? Right. And that can be a huge help because sometimes those first steps can prevent something from getting worse. And I saved my dog. Do you know if your veterinarian is available after hours? 
Sure. You don't want to call and have them say, if it's after hours, please call the emergency number at. Because now you've wasted time. Mm-hmm. And you and, get frustrated. Well, and, and, know, where and then know where it is. Yeah, know where they're at. <laughs> Patron was on the yeah. way to the clinic and they had closed. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God he wasn't ex- in extreme danger. But yeah, I didn't know they closed. Yeah. Close to move to a new clo- Yeah. To a different town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on top of that. It was crazy. Yeah. So, I hope we've given you some help. One, have a disaster preparedness kit ready. Put it in a place where it's easily accessible, especially should something happen. You know, you need to be able to grab that, throw it in your car, and leave. Have it easily So, have your plan ready at the same time. Have your plan ready. And then... Make sure everybody in the household also knows what the plan is. Right. And the knowledge of how to use this stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't care if it's a little camping stove that you've thrown in your... Pull it out and use it once. Boil yeah. some water. Mm-hmm. So you know how to use the thing. Right. Doesn't do any good to have tools if you don't know how to use them. And then the perishable parts of that kit rotate twice a year. When the time changes, rotate those out of the kit. And then have yourself a good first aid kit. And I check that at that same time, too, spring and fall, because things expire, or you use them, and Mm -hmm. they're gone. Mm -hmm. So check that, spring and fall. Yep. Woo! We promise our next podcast will be more fun. But you know what? Sometimes we got to tackle the serious issues. And with and all these the, days, with everything going all, on, all the disasters that are going on in the news right now, mm-hmm. we'd rather all our listeners be prepared. Exactly. And their critters. And their critters. And their critters. So, on that note, thank our sponsors, petflow.com. Take a look at their website, www.petflow.com. Go shopping. Slash doggy. And the coupon code is also doggy. And go shopping. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>